Welcome to Let's Go, podcast about exploration, people, ideas, places, and things, and the intersection of all the above. This is Bert, your Let's Go podcast voice. You know, we humanoids, as I jokingly refer to us, tend to be curious explorers. We touched on that in the last Go With Curiosity podcast. Exploration does tend to be the fuel of our human soul. And if we're exploring, we're usually seeking something. Hmm. I wonder, what are you seeking? You know, like in life big stuff. When I was about in the fifth grade, I could probably look back and see my time spent in the Lake Arthur Public Library was when I really became a true explorer. I had just moved within a year from the middle of a small city where I was very shy out into the woods where I kind of came into my own. I'd go back into town, visit my grandma, and walk on over to the library. That was like a big adventure to me. I went by myself, and nobody knew where I was. Not even my grandma. She thought I was playing in my great-grandpa's chicken coop. I remember going there and finding the section with maps. Oh boy, I was in love instantly maps, and flags of all the nations of the world. And then I found my real true love for a fifth grader. No, not the librarian, although I'm sure she was cute. Or at least nice. I'm referring to globes. I was super intrigued with the earth, with the globe, the roundness of it. The globe that I had had kind of like raised surfaces where you could feel the texture of the mountain ranges down in the Andes and Chile and different features around the world. Indeed, I think globe was one of my first loves in life. So I'd spin that globe and I started to really nurture my imagination and my curiosity. What I was seeking I can look back in retrospect was seeking what were people like what were places like what kind of ideas did they have what kind of friends might I have out there in that big world at the time I had never even been out of the state of Louisiana the furthest I had been from home was to LSU's Tiger Stadium first grade which was definitely a great adventure amongst all the people I remember shy me just kind of looking around at all those people. When I had a globe, my imagination got called into the equation. And I'd spin the globe, randomly closing my eyes. Mozambique, Iceland, Latvia, Chile. I fell in love with the name Santiago. And later on, thanks to a college buddy, lived down there, I got to visit. 
Sorry about that earthquake. It's an 8.8 terremoto thing, Kev. But nonetheless, I loved the glow. About then is when I established my first real goal in life. Uh, it wasn't to be a weatherman, although that was one thing I wanted to do. It wasn't to be a truck driver, although that was another childhood dream of mine. Certainly wasn't working for NASA, which I ended up being there some kind of way later on in life. No, it was to travel. It was to travel the globe. Establish a goal. I want to go to all seven continents, all 50 U.S. states, and I want to circumnavigate the globe. I guess you might say that was my version of going to the moon, you know, which we had been to just four or five years earlier in 1969, right before I started first grade. But I wasn't as curious about the moon and the stars as I was about the Earth. I fell in love with it. And I spun that globe, and I'd research places, and I'd look at the maps, and I said, I've got a goal. Never really told anybody about it. It's kind of like a secret. Kind of went along with me hiding and nobody knowing where I was on the floor in the map section of Lake Arthur Public Library. That was fun. Those dreams and those travels ended up happening. What a blessing. How many people get to live their childhood dream? I did. Somewhere along the way, though, in all those travels, I also ended up visiting universities. Went to over 300 universities around the world, mostly in the U.S., but still. And I started asking questions. I now ask questions for a living. But back then, I was asking them just purely out of curiosity the love of exploration, the love of people. I still have that. I'm very thankful for it. Amongst the questions I asked was what I asked at the top of this podcast. What are you seeking? It just kind of came to me out of nowhere, but it turns out to be a great question to ask. It's open-ended. It's about the other person. They get to take it wherever they want. I estimate that I've asked that question in my travels on all those continents and most of those states about 4,000 times. That might be a little hard to believe, but if you know me real well and you've ever been with me on travel, it wouldn't surprise you. What are you seeking? What a profound question. It's actually pretty basic as well. But that tends to be the most profound questions, right? I think so. I'm going to share with you, as I ask you, what are you seeking? Some of my favorite answers. Before I share with you my quote-unquote top ten, not in a Dave Letterman style, but in a Burt style, I'm going to offer you the seven most frequently answered questions to that Answers to that question, excuse me. Here they are, in no particular order. Fulfillment, happiness, love, joy, success, God, and peace. 
none of those are shocking. And in fact, out of those 4,000 people, I bet you 50% of the people provided one of those seven answers. Didn't keep official record log. After some period of time, I quit putting asterisks by names, by words. And eventually, I just was focused on the other answers. So out of the other 2,000 people answered, I ended up getting, to date, about 209 different unique answers for a total of 216 to date. And I'd like to run through you some anecdotes and my adventures that you travel a little bit with me if you share my curiosity, you share my love of people. And if you're curious as to what kind of answers might be on that sheet of paper that I kept in my wallet, and now I have backed up on construction paper. I still ask the question and I rarely get a new answer, although recently I got some really good ones. One was co-laboring. I'm not saying it's in my top 10 list, but it's probably number 11. I didn't even stop to think about it, but co-laboring was offered in a spiritual context, as in collaboration. Have you ever had a word? Even when you're a word nerd, like I claim to be, it kind of strikes you. Like, how is it possible that I never put two and two together and realize that collaboration is based in co-laboring? Or at least, that's how I interpret it. And that happened recently. Which leads me to the top ten. Kind of in order. Ten to one, let's say. You see what happens. Jotted these down. Comprehension. Well, that made a whole lot of sense when I share with you that out of those 300 plus universities I visited to, I was on the campus of Washington University in St. Louis, which is definitely a top 20 of the 300 plus universities I visited, maybe even top 10. And this kid, or this guy, because he was a college student, so let's call him a college student, was coming from organic chemistry class. And he looked a little stressed out, but he still took time to answer my question as he walked from one class to the other. And he said, comprehension, no doubt. I've got to learn this stuff. I've got to understand it better. And it's just not clicking right now. So I kind of offered him something to the effect of, well, hey, I understand. I was a mechanical engineer. I felt that way about, oh, calculus three, heat transfer, you know, variety of classes. He kind of chuckled and walked on his way. Speaking of chuckling, laughter. This happened in Vienna, Austria. It was a gal watching a street performer. And as she walked away, I just kind of felt like asking her the question, why not? And she answered me. She had just chuckled. And apparently, or at least by my interpretation, it doesn't happen often. So her answer to me was laughter. She said, I need to learn how to laugh more. I'm seeking laughter. Wow. That really was amazing. God service. Okay. When I ask a question, I ask people to give me one word. But hey, 
It's my exercise. So I can bend the rules here and there, especially when the answer is God's service. It's technically two words, but we combined it into one. This was, we'll call him Mr. Uber. I was in Kansas City going to a coaching conference, and my Uber driver and I had a spectacular spiritual conversation. Turns out he's an Islamic man, which is cool. And we talked a lot about service and God prior to me asking the question. But truth be told, even if we hadn't had that prelude to me asking the question, I honestly believe this man would have said God's service. He was a meek, strong, steady person. He looked like a man after God's heart. That was a wonderful answer and a wonderful experience. Cures. Okay, not cure, but cures. Now, where might you get that kind of answer? Asking, what are you seeking? Well, I happen to live not too far from Galveston Island. And the UTMB Medical Center, medical branch and hospital in Galveston is pretty world class. And while I was there, walking around, I happened to ask this question to a researcher who was eating his lunch on a bench at UTMB. Cures. Yeah, that's definitely one of my top 10 answers, and gosh, I sure hope he's successful, especially about now. I hope he's involved in what's going on in the world, this COVID mess. If he can come up with a cure versus cures, hey, <laughs> that would be enough for a lifetime. Disconnection. I was in Seattle or Portland. I don't actually remember where. I remember it was somewhere up in the Pacific Northwest. And I asked the gal directions. And then I asked her, what are you seeking? Open-endedly. And it was kind of awkwardly administered, to be honest with you. So I wasn't quite sure what she was going to say and whether she would even understand that I was asking her such a broad life question. But she did. She said disconnection. Now that was kind of really interesting because I had just gone to the cafe to get connected. Three ways. One, I needed to connect my phone to the electrical outlet. Two, I was looking to connect to Wi-Fi. And three, I like connecting with people. There I was seeking to connect, and the person I asked what she was seeking was looking to disconnect. And she meant like completely, like off the grid completely. And I could tell she meant it. And that was powerful. Really made me sit back and think. An angle. Okay, here we go again. And angles, two words technically, but I, I'm the master of this project, so I bend the rules again. I'm sitting at a red light, it's about to turn green, and there was a gal with the camera, and I'm like, what the heck, let me ask her. So I said, excuse me, can I ask you a question? She said, make it quick. Said, sure, what are you seeking? She goes, an angle. I'm a photographer. I'm always looking for an angle. Wow. 
she was good. I'm sure she's a good photographer too. Although I've never seen her again and probably never see her again, but I'll never forget her answer. Bewilderment. Whoa, bewilderment. This was in Canada, looking on the rim of some canyon or something up. I don't even remember exactly the physical feature we were looking at, but there was a family, mother, father, two college age children, a young lady and a guy. The gal looked approachable, so I asked her. She gave me an answer. I don't remember it. I asked the parents. Don't remember their answer either. I saw the guy off to himself on the side. I didn't even think he could hear what we were talking about, but he did. And I thanked him, and I was going to walk away and leave him alone. I was going to bother him. He said, hey, aren't you going to ask me? I said, sure. What are you seeking? He said, bewilderment. He says, every day he wants to be bewildered. Because if he is, he's on the edge of learning something special, maybe profound. So he lives for bewilderment. Wow. Again. A lot of wows here in this top 10. I hope you'll agree with me. The last three all kind of are similar to each other. One was in Melbourne, Australia. It was a gal that was kind of in a hurry. I asked directions, which I do a lot. And so I said, what are you seeking? She looked rushed and bothered, but she looked at me stone cold, said intimacy turned around and walked away. Kind of spoke for itself. A sense of frustration. She was wanting intimacy. I hope she got it. Who doesn't? Next one. This is actually probably my favorite conversation. Maybe not the favorite answer, but definitely on the top two or three. It's in the Houston Museum District. Two young ladies walking. One of them looked kind of shy. The other one was very extroverted. The extroverted one looked happy. The shy one, not so much. Walked by them and I said, nah, I'm not going to bother them. Because I don't ask everybody, what are you seeking? Although it might sound like I do. Got other questions I ask as well. They came close to me and my gut just said ask. So I did. Immediately, I thought I made a mistake. The extroverted, louder one, the one that's talking, she looked very bothered. And the other gal kind of long, went along with her and they walked off. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. I hope I didn't ruin their day. They're on their way. I'm on my way. I thank them. There you go. Probably walked 15, 20 steps and all of a sudden I said, I heard, hey, sir. I'd like to play your game. I'm like, pretty surprised. So she comes up close to me, I said, sure. So I'm gonna ask you a question. That question is, what are you seeking? She just stood there. I could tell she was emotionally moved with that question. It almost seemed to me that she knew that's what I was gonna ask. I'll never know that. But her eyes started to well up, a lump in her throat. She just stayed quiet, almost kind of, not trembling, but almost on the verge of that. And I 
said, hey, you know, it's okay. I'm sorry, I might have stirred something up here. Kind of got as empathetic as I can. And she said, no, it's, it's okay. And with kind of a choked up voice, she said, connection. I've never had a real strong connection in my life. She's probably in her 20s. Rather attractive gal. Seemed like the kind of person that probably would have had lots of connection opportunities. She never had a real meaningful one. So sometimes in my travels, I offer up my email to people that I feel like if they want to talk about something, I'll make myself available. So I did. Gave her my email. Told her, I'm rooting and praying for you. She walked off. Surely thought I'd never hear from her again. About a year later, out of nowhere in my inbox, I saw a reply, or uh, an input. Like, I don't recognize the name. Opened it up, said something to the effect of, you probably don't remember me. One time I answered a question you asked me about what I was seeking, and I told you connection. I just wanted to let you know that I finally found connection. I found it at a university I moved to far from home in a field of study that I love and with friends who also love that field of study. I might be making too much out of it, but I'd like to think maybe, just maybe, that conversation, that little connection moment helped her take a different pathway and led her to a much better position. So now, final answer on the sheet. I won't necessarily say it's my favorite answer. Let's just say I think it's the best answer. Authenticity. I was at an Airbnb somewhere in the Northeast. I think it was West Virginia. And I was one of several guests. And if you've ever stayed at an Airbnb or a bed and breakfast, you know that you can have some really good and meaningful conversations with strangers who are also staying there. This gentleman was reading a book. And I've often asked people, wait, what are you reading? And really what I'm asking is, why are you reading that? So I broached a topic with him when it seemed appropriate. We had a little chit-chat, so it went from silence to less silence and less awkward. So I said, what the hell? And I asked him what he's seeking. And he just looked at me, stared straight through. Authenticity. And I didn't feel the need to expand or inquire further. He didn't need or feel the need to expand any more self. Authenticity. So I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Let's Go. As we move forward together, I'm really looking forward to being curious with you. Because after all, it's what a lot of life is all about. Thanks for listening to Let's Go. Until next time, be curious and ask yourself, what are you seeking? Thank you.